Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I am your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside, well, this is uh, this is impressive here, guys. We are able to get four people on at one time of the Talking Halos crew, uh, Nate Green, Derek Ciapala, and Brock Davis, and of course, myself, Jared Timms. Um, this, uh, this is a little bit different, I'll say that. I don't think we've ever had this many people on at one time from the Talking Halos crew. If you've been here for a while, you know all of us. If you have not, this is everybody. Um, just gonna throw Except for John. Out. Don't forget yeah, John. We're missing John. No, no, no. This is not, yeah, John, John. We're missing John. We are missing John. This is almost everybody. This is 80%. My math is correct. Which I'm not great at math, but um, but yeah, how's uh? I mean, I don't even know. Let's do this in order here. Let's go, Derek. How you doing? I'm living the dream. <laughs> Losing a home series to the Orioles. Yes, score. It's the way things are at home this year, apparently. Well, give me give me a good takeaway from this series. Give me one good takeaway. They were in every game. They did manage to pull one out late today. Mm-hmm. Um, still hitting power. Those are all good things. Absolutely, absolutely. Brock, how you doing? Good man. I've I've managed to not really miss a game yet, so I've been really, I mean, a couple innings here and there, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on, both positive and negative. You will miss some this weekend, right? Uh, you yes. will miss some things this weekend, right? I will miss some things this weekend. Unfortunately, I explain will. why. <laughs> He this said, weekend. unfortunately. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Fortunately, I will be out celebrating with my groomsmen and my bachelor party this there weekend. The following weekend, I'm getting married. And the following weekend and week, I'll be in Kauai, Hawaii for my honeymoon. So I'll be missing a lot of games. So I'm going to need to be uh, getting in the loop with, uh, with you guys, making sure that I stay up to date on everything before I come back. So I'll be gone for a few weeks, but I'll be... By the time I come back, I'll be hopefully happier than I ever have been. So I'm excited. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good about it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Better. I love it. You're, you're getting <laughs> freaking better. You're getting shackled in a few days. You're like, no doubts. No doubts. I, I feel like I got a good feeling, but you better. I definitely feel a lot better going into my wedding weekend and confident about that than sometimes I do going oh. into the first inning of an Angels game. I'll tell you that. About that though, right? Like, okay, question. Is there anything angels in her wedding dress? No. Okay, warning sign number one. Is there anything <laughs> angels planned at all during the wedding weekend? I think that she's including baseball slash angel something in her vows. You think, but you're not sure. Well, we're not seeing each other's vows. Okay, but she's going to drop a hint. You just kind of think. Well, she said something about it. Okay, warning sign number two. All right, <laughs> so, all right. We're going for the trifecta here for strike three. All right, is there anything, any combinations being made for the honeymoon for watching this baseball? Not talked about it. Strike three, you're out, dude. That's a train wreck <laughs> waiting to happen. Marriage over before it starts. Hey, well, I will, I will you tell you what, golfing? though. Are you at least I, golfing in Hawaii? Are you at I'm least di- I'm disc golfing in Hawaii, believe it or not. But it's not the same. 
I'm not bringing clubs to Hawaii, bro. I'm not bringing clubs to Hawaii. I ain't doing it. And if I don't play with my own clubs, I don't even really want to play. So when we come, by the time you get back, what's really going to happen is you're going to have your balls in a mason jar, and there's going to be zero (laughs) angels action all at home. No, I'll tell you what. We already had a conversation the other day. I said, hey, listen. And this was in front of her family. They all laughed. She, you know, she kind of peered at me, but she laughed. I said, you know, basically from March to September and hopefully October, you're going to be taking a backseat. She said that you said that? No, I said that. To who? To my future wife. Uh-oh. Okay, now that this is a strike. This is dumbassery there. Why would you say it to her? You don't admit that stuff. Hey, at least I'm honest. I'm not going to be like, yeah, babe, you know, not, we'll watch our show. Works, we'll watch our show. No, you, you kind of like nights. this. You should be like this. Honey, you are the best. You are number one. This is all about you. Okay. <laughs> That's how it should be. It should never be, yo, you're taking a back seat. If you're saying that now, she's in her mind. She's thinking, if he's saying that now, in three years, he won't even know my name. He'll have Mike Trout tattooed on his back. But he won't know me at all. Hey, it's only a few hours of every night. It's all right. Then we those can watch the, our those, shows. If yours every night, those, that's the prime hours for you know what, man. You're talking about. I'll get. I'll give a massage during the game or something. Okay. It's all right. I'll. I'll Jerry, hey, you better all, move on because this it's is a all about now. compromise. It's all about compromise. Where's the compromise? You told her she's in a back seat. <laughs> fellas, fellas, fellas. Angels podcast here. Angels podcast. I know we're kind of talking about baseball, but bring it in, wrap it in here, fellas. Come on, we got. Eric ran away with it. We got a series here that uh, I haven't talked to him in a year, and he needed to get owned a little bit there. I understand. Destroyed. All right, all right, all right. We can discuss this later, fellas. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I don't know about you, Jerry, but fantastic. Congrat! I don't even want to say it. You have to. He just listened to all that. Of course, he's great now. Oh, did he just get married? No, no. Nate, Nate Green, congratulations on a GSAC conference. Championship, I, um, a co-championship. Uh, co- you're not. No, no, no. It's ours. It's ours. No, it's not. I'm gonna let you know. Co-champion, same, same record as Hope International. Um, you guys just in conference series. You guys just took the season series, which means you guys. It's won. ours. Congrats. Congratulations. It's fine. Okay, repeat that. Where, where is this at? College, college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, he he coaches at, our, at the rival college that I yes. played at. So, and you're happy with that, then? Yeah, we won at the rival college. Yeah, and we won. Uh, Nate, yeah, Nate, Nate, Jared, Nate. you're good with that. You're you're like congratulations. You're not salty about that at all. Uh-oh. Oh no, he is. It's okay. It's okay. They're not deep enough to go all that deep. <laughs> not deep enough to go all that deep in a conference tournament. But we'll see. We'll we'll we will see. We will see. Well, so deeper than your team, apparently. Well, no, no, we're uh, we're we're right behind. We're like number fourteen in the nation. They're like number ten in the nation. They swept number sixteen. We're top five. It's, it's long. It's it's a long story. It's been it's a it's a nightly <sighs> conversation that we have about this. So, guys, as always, just want to thank you all so much for listening and watching this podcast here <laughs> at Talking Halos, making us the best podcast out, Angels podcast out there. I truly do believe it. I hope you guys like all this tomfoolery we are having here early but, I call it uh, shenanigans, but okay. shenanigans i like it too i like blue wire 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 sorry derek i have been saying blue I got wire. you thank you blue wire i'm still waiting for the t-shirt from blue wire so that we can promote it on youtube as well blue wire if you want to do that 
you guys are looking to start a podcast, you can go to Blue Wire. That's where we do ours, and they are fantastic. I absolutely love what they do with our stuff here and promoting it out there and putting it on every single place that you can listen to podcasts. So, guys, if you could subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it or watching us, you can hit that bell on YouTube. You can follow us on all of our social medias. Um, fellas that hit us up on on social media, I promise I'll get back to you. We're working on you know, figuring out all social media and such like that. Promise we'll get back to you. I'm not forgetting about you. Um, you can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim. You can follow Nate and Nate Green 34, Derek at DC Apollo, correct? Am I right on that? Yeah, good. And then Brock at BDROX8. I know I got that one right because I, you know, suck at that. So let's get on to some Angels baseball talk. Unfortunately, the Angels lost two of three to the worst team in the AL. We agreeing in that? Can I just get a head nod, yes or no? I know it doesn't help with the. I don't know. After seeing them play today, I'm not sure they're worse than the AL. They're uh, they got an interesting team. I'll say that. I think we've been saying it for a while. I know we. I know I said like there are there are you know 13 teams in the AL or something. 14 teams in the AL that are going to be in for a playoff spot, and the Orioles aren't that team. Like they're going to be absolutely brutal because of the AL East. Um, but they look pretty good this weekend, you know, regardless. They're young. They want to go out there and prove, you know, what's going on. They played a veteran team here in Anaheim, and they just kind of took it to the Angels, to be honest. That's that's the best way to say it. I don't think the Angels played all that well at the end of the day either. So, I mean, you look at it game by game. Actually, I mean, let's just kind of jump into, like, this three-game set. And um, let's go Let's go, Nate first. You got negatives from any of this. Like, what did you see? I, I know that – the bullpen was kind of brutal. I know that Joe Madden, in a sense, was kind of brutal with, with what uh, what he had available in the bullpen. But you got negatives. I love how you bring me on to talk about the negatives. But no, um, very very tough start. Uh, Detmer's five innings didn't always look that sharp. Which I mean, it was okay, nothing special, but still working. He's got to get a little better. Um, Suarez not getting through five innings. I am going to freaking hit my head against the wall every single time he pitches because he is only going to go four and a third every time out. And this bullpen cannot take going six innings, four, five, six innings every single game. It is unbelievable. Um, offensively, nothing, nothing really sticks out. I mean, you look at it, we haven't seen Zimmerman ever, and we typically don't do good against guys we haven't seen. Um, especially lefties yes especially lefties um but also before i get into positives why are we using iglesias in a in a game we're losing and then we don't use him in a safe situation today but whatever i'm frustrated with that as well especially since archie bradley has been the worst pitcher in the angels bullpen so far this season we're going to trust him to get three outs when it matters most yeah it's it's very close, but it is Archie Bradley. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a rough series from a management standpoint and from a just a, a, a baseball standpoint. But really good to see Joe Dell. Joe Dell stand right center. I mean, that's something we talked about. I'm, I'm still in on him offensively. Brandon Marsh is still raking. I know he had the stomach bug today, but still raking, which is huge. Um, and I love to see the competitiveness out of Noah Syndergaard. Syndergaard did not want to come out of that game. We have not seen that since Jared Weaver. Um, and that yeah, is something that we talked about. Uh, yeah, but it's different. It's a different competitiveness than Dylan Bundy. Um, it's something we haven't seen in a long time. It's a fire. He wants to be on the mound. He knows he's the best guy to get outs. 
regardless of who's coming in the game, he is the guy to get out. So I, I like to see that. I like to see um, the way he's pitched so far this year. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not too worried about him. Brock, how are you doing down there? I didn't forget about you and talking Angels baseball, even though you guys had to go off in your uh, tomfoolery shenanigans, but we'll, we'll let it go, let it go. You've seen all – I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I think I watched one full game possibly. I, I saw Syndergaard start um, kind of a tough up and down game for him. I thought he battled there. But, Brock, what'd you, what, what have you taken away from this series? I know that – actually, let's take it back a notch. What have you taken away from this year? in general. I mean, I know it's kind of been an up, up and down year. We've seen the Angels get hot. We've seen the Angels struggle. They have to play now 17 games in a row in 17 days. It is a lot of baseball. It's good for the fans. It's not going to be nearly as good for the Angels, probably, because we'll see what happens. But, I mean, come on. But what, what have you seen? You've seen every single Angels game. What do you got? I mean, oh, my gosh, there's so much. Um, I'm really curious to see how they bounce back against Cleveland with this four-game series. I think Lorenzen, his last start, I think he definitely he definitely had the ability to do a lot better than he really did. He kept kind of falling off to his left side. His balance wasn't all the way there, but his stuff was there. I think Lorenzen has really surprised me in what I think he's capable of. Suzuki, believe it or not, offensively has been slightly better than I had anticipated. I think almost everybody had anticipated whether it's going to last. I very highly doubt Marsh, like you said, or Nate said, raking, um, you know, 13 ribbies right now. I think he's tied for the lead with Ty France, or at least was last night. I know Ty France had some ribbies tonight too. That's not really the point. The point is, is that Marsh is coming up with runners in scoring position or even no runners in scoring position. And he's, he's putting up numbers. He's going up, he's hitting the ball hard. Joe Adele has been slightly hit or miss, I would say, but really that was more or less in the beginning, you know, after that first three game series against Houston where everybody, you know, I'm out on Joe Adele, right. All those tweets, Uh, but he's coming back. He's hitting the ball really hard. Like you said, the competitiveness, competitiveness in Syndergaard is I, I, I missed that. I, I love that. I miss that. Jared Weaver is one of my favorite all-time Angels pitchers purely for that competitive nature that he had, where when he comes out of a game throwing, you know, six innings with two or less earned runs, and you're like, you know, you think you would see a good reaction, and he's just, for lack of a better word, pissed off. He's like, no, I want to go four more, you know, or three more. Like, whatever it is, he always wants to keep going and keep going. So that that's really nice to see from Syndergaard, especially when it's not, you know, he's not giving up five, six runs in four or five innings and then and then being upset when he's getting taken out. He's he's putting up good numbers. He's he's has the command most of the time, other than the first inning of his start this last time. His ground ball percentage is sky high. I'm really high on a lot of guys, and I'm not the good thing right now. Obviously, every team is either going to start out hot or they're going to start off cold. We're kind of in that weird middle ground right now where we have guys like Otani still hasn't nearly hit his capability. Rendon hasn't. And then we have some of those guys like the Suzuki's Wade's Velasquez hasn't done much offensively, but Wade and Suzuki that, you know, you're going to see kind of tail off on that cold end. Um, But I'm high on a lot of the guys so far offensively and defensively that are showing up. Ward has been raking like no tomorrow. There's a lot of good. I'm just really curious how this four-game series is going to turn out with Cleveland. They, they've been putting up a lot of runs. So if our pitching can somewhat shut them down, this four-game series, I think Lorenzen and Bieber are on the mound tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm going to like that matchup. I think it's a perfect matchup for Lorenzen because Bieber's tough. Bieber's tough, you know, and I see us easily being able to get held to three, four runs through Bieber, if that. So Lorenzen is going to have to come up and put up or shut up for five, six innings, because if not, then I don't, I don't see us winning the game tomorrow. So yeah, a lot of highs, not too lows. Um, nine and seven, damn good start for where I think some of us were sitting day one. After that first series. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Derek, can you take anything away from the series? I don't know if you can or can't. I do have more questions for you. If you don't want to talk about the series anymore, I think you can just, I think you kind of put this series behind you and, and you kind of, you kind of live with it to be honest. I think some teams just match up, you know, you, you look at the Orioles and they're, they're now six and 10 and, and, I think when people talk about how bad they are, I remember talking to Josh Roca last year, went to a preview for, and he's, he's a guy for Box 336, the Orioles podcast, and he was telling me that they have a plan there. They are following basically the Houston model. They basically told everybody, listen, this team's going to suck for a while, but we've got pieces. And then he starts going through the pieces, and you realize, okay, this team does have pieces. And I like, I really like the top part of their order. And it was that top part of the order today that was just gave the angels all kinds of problems pretty much all weekend. So all that said, they're a better team on paper than people realize. And they're definitely better than Texas, Kansas city, all those teams. So, I mean, whoever say I'm, I disagree, Jared, they're not the worst team in, in the American league right now. And I think come two years from now, there may be a real problem in the American league. East. It's not, it's not me long at all. Just, just watching how they play. And that said, the Angels, from my point of view, they didn't play well this weekend. They didn't, and I, that's a concern for me. Listen, they went on the road and they they took two out of three from Houston in Houston. That was a big series for them. Houston has been like the dead weight on their on their like last five years. If you take this all the Houston series out of the, every season, the Angels are in contention every year. Houston is a dead weight on them. And for them to go to Houston and take two out of three is a big deal. More than people realize when they come home and they lose the series again, the only team they've really handled at home has been the Marlins, the flipping Marlins. Are we serious? So I'm concerned about one thing here. Why aren't things going at home? Why aren't they handling business at home? They go on the road and take out the Astros on their home field. Well, we can't do it here at home. That's an issue for me that I, I, I wish we had an answer to. Why aren't they playing better in front of their home fans? And I do have an issue. I, I mean, you mentioned Archie Bradley, and, and I just want to point this out. Pitchers do well depending on what their role is. The closer's mindset. Archie Bradley's been a closer in the past. He, came in, he comes in today, and how does he do? He, he closed out the game, and it didn't, he didn't scare anybody today. Maybe it's not about Archie Bradley being a problem, maybe it's about how the Angels are using him. And that's something we should probably examine. How are the Angels using this bullpen as to where these pieces fit? Because I'm looking at Bradley and how he came out there today, and I remember his April 16th game against the Rangers. Three strikeouts in two innings, pitched phenomenal, his best outing of the year. And I'm thinking, okay, where, where are the Angels really – doing the job with him and maybe he might be the guy you put in the eighth inning a guy with a said role i know you're like no 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 probably no 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 but if you have i'm telling you these guys when they have a role in their mind as a how they're 
this is what I do. I'm the eighth inning guy. I'm the seventh inning guy. I'm the ninth inning guy. All of a sudden, they latch onto that role and they pitch better than they did it before. Maybe it's not about Archie Bradley being a problem as Archie Bradley doesn't know his role yet. And that's probably expected. We're not even 20 games in the season. Yeah, well, I think, I think that Aaron Loop shouldn't necessarily be in that role. I like Aaron Loop as like that multi-inning guy that just comes in and shuts the door um, after the Angels pitch four innings, after the starter pitches four innings in a sense. You know, like I, I'm fine with that because I, I, I do agree that, you know, I don't think Aaron Loop is your seventh or eighth inning guy. I don't think he's Scott Shields. I don't think he is that Francisco Rodriguez to get to Iglesias, Troy Percival type of guy. I don't think that's, I don't think that's who Aaron Loop is at the moment. He's going to shut stuff down. He's not going to give up a lot of runs. He's, I mean, he's been one of the best, if not the best relievers in baseball for the past two years. Um, but yes, I, I do agree. I think that there, and this has been a epidemic issue with Joe Madden since Chicago, since, I mean, he didn't, Chicago he didn't, for sure. Chicago for sure. He didn't manage in Tampa, you know, and, and it is, it is what it is, but um yeah, it's just been an epidemic thing for him. And uh, I think that putting people in their right roles, we're still trying to figure that out uh, 100%, 100%. So when it comes to the Baltimore Orioles series, I think you put it behind you. It is what it is. You got now 14 more games in a row, if I'm not mistaken. You need to go out and at least play 600 baseball. You know, you need to win two more than than what 500 is in, in, in that situation. You got to win, you know, if you go 10 and – Ten and four, or what? Nine and five. You, you had a uh, you had a pretty good you had a pretty good little uh, you know little run there. So I, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's not an easy run. You know, you got a hot Cleveland team coming in. Then you go to Chicago. They're not hot, dude. Uh, they just got swept. Uh, they got swept in New York. We'll see. I think they got destroyed in New York. I think they've started the season hot. They I, get hot when they play us. Well, <laughs> and that's true. You also also look at the Guardians. Yeah, that's fair. And you look at who the Angels have to face. It's Bieber. It's it's McKenzie. Pleasak. Pleasak. It's it's not an easy four that they have to face. And you go four to four to Chicago uh, in the in the uh, windy city. There you go four to Boston. Uh, You might get a little bit of break playing the Nationals, and you go to Tampa, who's freaking Tampa Bay. No matter who they. Who they play. So the next uh, 14 games aren't easy for the Angels. That's for sure. So moving forward here, kind of going to start this question here. David Fletcher is coming off the IL very, very soon. Who Who's getting taken out of any spots here? It's not Taylor Ward. Uh, you got – it's between Jack Mayfield. It's probably – shouldn't be Tyler Wade. It's got to be between Jack Mayfield and Andrew Velasquez at the moment. And even then, Velasquez, Joe Madden has already said he's played himself into a spot. So that's a tough role to move. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll start kind of here with Brock and see what, what he has to say about this. But who you, who you taking out when Fletcher comes back? Because that's a, that is a very tough thing, and that's a very real thing that's coming real soon. Yeah, I mean, this, I've said this many times before. This is why I'm thankful I'm not an MLB manager because <laughs> this, this decision I feel like is difficult. Um, but when you really break it down, like you said, it sure as hell ain't going to be Taylor Ward. That that's that's a lock, no doubt, no doubt. Um, Tyler Wade, he's hitting for average. He's been speedy on the bases and providing defense to a level that we're all suffice with. Between Jack Mayfield and Andrew Velasquez, I feel like I'd rather take Andrew Velasquez down. And the only reason I say that is because I think that. 
with our roster specifically. David Fletcher, mad in saying that about Velasquez because of what he's been providing defensively, right? Can we can we argue that? Because he hasn't yeah. he hasn't provided anything offensively. No. So if you're hitting below 150, but you're providing the defense, what does Fletcher do? He provides that same defense, if not better than Velasquez. We'll see. Uh, not a shortstop. Not a shortstop. Okay, but I mean, are you? That's that's the discussion, right? If 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 Fletcher say that Velasquez is a nine out of ten on the on the defensive shortstop scale, defense purely defense. Where does Fletcher rank on the offense side versus Velasquez? Because as of right now, Velasquez is a one or a two out of ten, and Fletcher has the ability to five, six, five, six. So where where do you weigh Velasquez's defense versus Fletcher's defense when we all know that if Fletcher's on, then he would be the perfect offensive guy to fit that lineup depth that we need because Velasquez, we've needed that and has not provided that at all. Here's what, here's what Andrew Velasquez is, John McDonald. Right? That's what he is. He's, he's a guy that if everybody's healthy, that's, that's what Andrew Velasquez is. And who's uh, David Fletcher? David Fletcher is David Fletcher. <laughs> like he's, he's a guy, he's Matt Duffy. He's like, we've, I've had this conversation before. Like if, if, if Fletcher is playing more than 90 plus games, this isn't a playoff team. He's a poor man's Ben Zobris. Let's just put it yeah. that way. Yeah. You know, Y'all aren't good. on the Fletcher train? He's a poor man's Ben Zobris. Honestly, David oh, Fletcher, he, you look at WRC plus, you look at the, the numbers, like the hard hit contact, the, the strikeouts, all these things. He's a very, very average hitter. Um, He plays above average defense at second base. He's below average defense at shortstop, in my opinion. So we're not really arguing whether we should have David Fletcher. If we could have any second baseman or shortstop on the planet. No, I'm not saying that David Fletcher shouldn't be on the team. I'm just saying that Andrew Velasquez gives the Angels a better chance defensively than David Fletcher. So I am designating for assignment Jack Mayfield. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's where I think you're at. That's tough. It's tough. I think that I, the one thing that Velasquez has is he has options, so I he probably gets moved. But I personally designate Jack Mayfield. So we're we're DFAing Mayfield over optioning Velasquez. I think Absolutely. I well here's where I go for here's here's where I'm at with Jack Mayfield. Is there are 30 Jack Mayfields out there? I mean, Jack Mayfield got DFA'd by the Astro. Jack Mayfield got DFA'd by. Bunch of teams. I know that he's had his moments with the Angels, but there are 30 other Jack Mayfields out there. And if you want another Jack Mayfield that's hurt, it's Mike Stefanik down in the minors. Like just so Rendon takes a day off. How are you moving Wade, Wade, Fletcher, Velasquez, and Duffy to to move Duffy, to fill those Duffy's three spots? Duffy third, third base, thirty. But I figured, yeah, a million times. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. It's it's interesting. I think they're all very similar players. So at the end of the day, like that's why it's so a, hard. You can flip a you can flip a coin, and yeah, that's why it's that's why it's so difficult. Like you can DFA Jack Mayfield, hope that he goes through waivers. You you know wait on David Fletcher in a sense, but I mean you're paying him the money. You got to bring him up, uh, and he's starting for you at second base, shortstop. Uh, Andrew Velasquez has been a spark plug. You can't move Tyler Wade because he's been the MVP of the angels so far, basically he's been the man. Not basically he has been. So Derek, I don't know what your thoughts are on this. I saw some interesting looks from you. I think 
from my baseball management point of view, if a person has options versus DFAing somebody, you option them. But Madden's, just, Madden's already said, though, that like he's – I don't know. That's, that's my thing. It doesn't matter I'm, whether or not you've earned a spot or not. The fact that matters is how do you fit right now. And we talk about, well, they're all the kind of same player kind of thing. And, and to me, Mayfield showed more pop now. I don't think he's – I don't think it's that easy to find a guy like him out there. He's kind of like – Jose Rojas, um, Mike Stefanik. I don't, I don't think Stefanik's ready yet. He will be. I think he's soon. Hurt. Well, he's hurt right now, so I don't think he's you know, great. But, um, but what I'm saying is, is I like Mike Bio. He's been on our show. It's, whenever someone's on our show, it's always kind of like, yeah, I like him. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I just kind of view it as when you have a guy who isn't really hidden, at least right now, Jack Mayfield will hit here and there for you. He'll provide some pop here and there for you. He, right now, that's not happening. We could talk about David, about Fletcher. I think you and I are going to disagree on Fletcher. I know John and you definitely disagree on Fletcher. Okay, I don't know what it is with you guys and Fletcher, but right now, one, I don't like Otani hitting the top of the lineup. I don't want him there, number one. So Fletcher would go there. I like I like Otani number two, Trout number three. I'm not even sure they do that when they, when Fletcher comes back, but in the end, when you have a guy with options versus a guy who does not have options and you DFM and you do risk losing him, then he is a Joe Madden guy. We can't forget that. He's a Joe Madden guy. He's a Joe Madden guy. You don't want to risk losing that guy. I just want to point out for, for you guys, it's not going to change your mind, but for the listeners who are curious about this argument, Jack Mayfield out right now in 28 played or at bats, one homer, three RBIs with a 923 OPS. Okay. So Derek is right when he says pop. Andrew Velasquez in 36 at bats. So I think I don't I don't remember how many 28. So in eight more at bats than Jack Mayfield hitting 139 with a 405 OPS. This decision would be a lot easier if Velasquez even had a 650 hitting 200. Like if he could even remotely get on base at all but you're hitting a 400 OPS hitting 130. The defense is vital. I agree. But at the same token, Fletcher can still provide I, what I believe to be above average defense. It's not going to, it might not be what Velasquez is providing right now because he has been a stud. The other night was a hoax. It, the, the flip hit the umpire. That's not really his fault. People were giving him a hard time for that. But to me, Jack Mayfield, if I think if Jack Mayfield had an option, that would also make it a more easy decision for me. But if we have to completely let go of Jack Mayfield, hypothetically, he, if he goes DFA right now with the 9, 928 OPS or whatever that was, I don't see him coming back. No. I don't think someone's going to get him. I don't think so either. I mean, it's the packing out and it's the, uh, you know, uh, Tyler, Tyler. I do want to point this out, by the way. I mean, right now, with Velasquez hitting the way he is, I mean, it's lucky you have a pitcher in there. That's not a good thing. No, not at all. Not at all. That's a, it's the same pitcher every night. Hitting. Especially when he's hitting nine in front of – me and Derek both, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but we, I don't really like Otani at the top either. But if I think Jared have, and I are on the same page with that one. If we're going to have Velasquez as the nine – in front of Otani, you gotta get on base, man. Well, Nate, Derek, where do you want? Where do you want Otani hit? 
Derek, Jared and I have Trout leading off and Shohei Otani hitting second because Trout hits with nobody on no matter what. So we might as well let him hit with nobody on to lead off the game and get more ABs. And that way Shohei Otani can hit with a runner on first base who's probably walking. You're probably walking, Trout. And then Otani's going to have the first base hole open hitting two, and then you have Rendon, and then you can hit Walsh or whatever it is. But. I mean, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't, because then we do that. And then it's like, well, Trout's never going to have anybody on base. And as of right now, Trout is sky higher when it comes to OPS and, and the ability to hit the ball versus Otani so far. So Trout, Trout at least understands base. how to take a walk. That is true. It's, it's I don't like either base. one of them in the leadoff, personally. I, I, think, I think the Angels are in a good situation to have right now, if that makes sense. Like, you have so many different options right now. This yeah, isn't something problem. that the Angels have had to deal with lately. No. You know, it's been like, oh, let's see if we can pick up on DFA instead of, well, we're going to have to DFA this person or we're going to have to send this guy down. So, yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very interesting to see. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do. I think Fletcher comes back um, today, Monday, you know. If not, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't, I don't think he needs that much more time uh, to be ready. He's seen now 15 at-bats uh, in AAA, so I think that's plenty. Um, you know, so I, I think he'll be back in Anaheim fairly fairly shortly so let's get on to predictions here before you know we let everybody go here we got the four game set against cleveland here uh game one is shane bieber against michael lorenzen Derek, i'll start with you what do you got there who are you, who are you taking for just one game or the whole series we're gonna, we're gonna go game by game pick by pick it's tough i think the the I, I want to say Indians so bad. The Guardians. Um, I think the, uh, <laughs> the Guardians. <laughs> Cleveland. Screw it. They're just Cleveland. Cleveland. All right. Coming across country, getting swept by New York. I would expect tomorrow to be their sluggish game. So, um, I'm going to call that an Angels win for game one. Brock, game one. Unfortunately, I'm going to Cleveland. Nate? This is a weird one. I'm a huge Shane Bieber fan. His velo has been down. I think the Angels get to Bieber a little bit, and I think they win game one. Uh, I think Shohei Otani has hit a home run off of Shane Bieber, if I'm not mistaken, um, in the past. But I'm going to take Shane Bieber in game one. I think the Cleveland Guardians take that. Game two, Tristan McKenzie against Patrick Sandoval. Nate, I'll start with you. I, I love Patrick Sandoval. I think he's going to pitch well. I, I don't think the Angels are going to hit well against Tristan McKenzie. I think the Indians win game two. You said Indians. <gasps> we should have Guardians, a glass yes. like with, with yeah. a, a jar. We just throw quarters in yeah, the whole time. Anytime anybody says Indians, it's during the series. Eric only uh, ever said the first syllable. Uh, <laughs> that's five cents. Uh, game two, I think Nate's kind of on the head with, I don't think we're going to hit Tristan McKenzie very well. I think Patrick Sandoval is going to be on as long as his changeup is there. And I'm going to go Angels here. I think that both Tristan McKenzie, I think it's going to be kind of a pitcher's duel, and then we're going to get to the bullpen. It's going to be a close game, but Angels take two. Derek? Cleveland. I also, I also like Cleveland in this game as well, though it's going to come down to the bullpen. Um, so, again, I'm going to take Cleveland in this game. Game three, uh, Zach Plezak against Shohei Otani. Derek, what do you got? Angels. Brock? Angels. 
Plesak's been one of the best pitchers in baseball so far this year. Plesak wins it. Shut up. Oh, my goodness. Get out he of has here. Been. He has been. He has been. It's a pitcher's duel. At the end of the day, it's a pitcher's it duel. Is. Um, I'll take Shohei Otani. I think he's going to shove again. I said it last time. I don't think he gets 12, 13 strikeouts again, but I think he's going to absolutely shove against a Cleveland Guardians team that uh, is lacking in the offensive production area. Final game comes down to two young stars, uh, Cal Quintrell against Reed Detmers. Brock, start us off. What do you got here? Hmm. This is actually probably the hardest one for me. Detmers has stuff, man. But, oh, man. I think we're going to split the series. I'm going Cleveland. Derek? Cleveland. Nate. Ooh, I'll take Reed Detmer's resurgence game. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna jump on this one. I think he's gonna look good. Go six innings. Um, I'll take the Angels in this game. So, guys, overall, do we have any final thoughts? Just shout them out if we do here um, for the Angels moving forward. We got fourteen straight games in a row. A lot of sleepless nights here at Talking Halos. I don't think it matters who we send down because they're one of either Velasquez or Mayfield will be gone end of the month the angels will have to get rid of one pitcher and one position player at the end of the month so it really doesn't matter you're you're drawing you're picking at straws right now so Who's either way uh i think uh wants goes down that's tough i haven't even thought think, about that i think wants goes down because he just came up you know the kenny rosenberg that that roster spot has been kind of all over the place anyway so i think andrew wants goes down I think Latonish go down. Two of six average. <laughs> that, hot that take. Hot take. That'll go over well. I'm kidding, folks. <laughs> I can feel the daggers coming through the podcast. It's a joke. Bad joke as it is. That's like Galaxy Star take. All right, guys. So just want to thank you all again for listening here at Talking Halos or watching us on YouTube if that's what you're doing. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit the bell uh, wherever you are listening or watching. You can follow us on all of our social medias. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Nate Green 34, Derek at DC Apollo, and Brock at BDROX8. Uh, guys, don't forget to, to look out for everything. we got a lot of fun stuff coming up here at Talking Halos. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs>